0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of Wait a Week Mystery. I'm your host and author, J.C. Bodden. In this week's podcast, I'll be sharing with you the next chapter from my novel, Someone to Watch Over Me. If you like what you hear and can't wait a week for the next installment, this book, as well as the other three books in the Devlin O'Quinn series, is available in both Kindle and paperback format from Amazon. You can check out my website, jcbodden.com, for more information and the link to my Amazon page. Now, I won't make you wait any longer. Here we go with episode 128, Someone to Watch Over Me, Chapter 28, With Friends Like That, Who Needs Enemies. Jenny's Story Friday night came with a buzz of excitement around the dorm. The residents had worked hard to put on a good talent show. Most of the acts had spent far too much time practicing. Some, in fact, had cut Friday classes to rehearse, something no one knew that I knew. I had kept my promise and enlisted Joe's help. He was there, setting up the spotlight and microphone. Girls were scurrying around, fixing their hair and makeup. Everyone was in high spirits for the first time in a week. Well, little Missy, Wagner teased as he walked in the front door, it looks like your chickadees are going to have a fun time tonight. It looks that way. When I turned to Wagner, he was staring across the room, frowning. What's wrong? What's he doing here? he scowled. Who? I craned my neck. Joe? He's helping with the spotlight and the microphone. Well, I don't like it. He shouldn't be here. Wagner, don't be like that. He's here to help. He's always here to help, isn't he? Wagner, I don't understand you. I asked him to come. He's my friend. Wagner grabbed my arm and leaned in close. He's not your friend, he hissed. He's a weirdo, and I don't like him hanging around here around you. Got it? I drew back in disbelief and tried to pull out of his grasp, but he wouldn't let go. I glanced around to see if any of the other girls were watching, but everyone was preoccupied. Wagner, let go. You're hurting me. Seconds passed and Wagner was still glaring at me and wrenching my arm. If anything, he gripped it tighter. Stay away from Joe Halliday, he said through clenched teeth. I tugged again on my arm and felt his way weight shift toward me. Then I twisted and stepped forward, putting my leg behind his knee. Surprised and off-balance, he went down, sitting hard on the floor, landing with a loud oof. I stood over him, now free of his grasp, and rubbed my arm where he had held me. The bruise was already starting. I shoved my finger in his face and said very slowly and deliberately, Don't ever do that to me again. Ever? Got it? Wagner scrambled to his feet, his face crimson, and glared at me. For a moment we held our positions, neither one ready to back down. Then the look in Wagner's face softened and he smiled, as if a switch had been flipped in his head. Listen, babe, I'm sorry. I get myself worked up sometimes, but it's nothing, really. Come on, you know how I feel about you. Please, forgive me? I was still mad, unable to believe that he had grabbed me like that. You don't get to treat a woman like that. "'You don't get to treat me like that.' "'I'm sorry, okay?' "'Whatever. Forget it,' I growled, "'although I knew I wouldn't be able to take my own suggestion. "'I've got stuff to do.' I stalked off, still rubbing my arm. Joe stepped into my path. "'Jenny? Everything all right?' he asked, his body vibrating with tension. His eyes passed over my shoulder in Wagner's direction. Wondering how much of the scene Joe had witnessed, I shrugged. "'Everything's cool.' Joe looked at me for several seconds, the anger still clouding his blue eyes. I knew he had seen at least some of what Wagner had done. You sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm, um... It's nothing. Don't worry about it. How's the setup going? I took his hand and tugged it, pulling him closer. I wanted to change the subject, but I also hoped that Wagner was watching. Joe's eyes flicked down to my hand holding his and back to my face. "'His softened into a half-smile as he motioned with his free hand to the spotlight. "'This is ready to go, but I'm not the best one to do a sound-check,' he confessed. "'Oh, yeah, sorry. I'll see if someone else around here can help you with that. "'And Jenny?' "'Now Joe tugged my hand, pulling me closer and leaning to my ear. "'He smelled clean and fresh, like he had just taken a shower, "'and his breath tingled on my skin. "'I'm right here if you need me. Don't forget.' And looked at his face, the hint of anger around his eyes, and knew that he had seen everything. Thanks, Joe. Really, thanks. Joe's Story At work the next morning, Joe was trying to ignore his pounding head when Bob, his supervisor, tapped him on the shoulder. Someone here to see you? Joe turned around. Standing behind the older man was Jenny. Hey! Joe, surprised to see her, didn't know what else to say. Hey yourself, Jenny giggled. The supervisor walked away, shaking his head and mumbling. Pretty girl comes to see him and all he can say is hey. Joe fumbled with the toolbox before squinting back at Jenny. Is everything okay, he said, suddenly worried she had come with bad news. Oh yeah, everything's fine, Jenny looked around. So, this is where you work? This is where we keep all the tools and stuff, but I usually work someplace else on campus, you know... Joe winced at his own lameness. He swallowed, wondering why she had come, wondering about her date with Wagner, not daring to ask her. Jenny smiled again. I came here to ask you a favor. Joe did not hesitate. Name it. There's a talent show at the dorm tomorrow night. We've managed to borrow a spotlight and microphone from the theater department, but we need someone to set it up and run it during the show. I was wondering if I could talk you into that. Glad to. "'Are you sure? Because it's on a Friday night, and I don't want to interfere with a date.' Joe blushed deeply. Ah, you don't have to worry about that.' "'Sure?' "'I, um... haven't had many dates lately,' he rubbed the back of his neck. Jenny smiled up at him. "'Would you like me to set you up with someone? After all, I know a few girls.' "'No, no,' he answered a little too quickly. "'It's okay, really. Thanks for the offer, I guess.' A slight frown crossed his face, and he wondered if she was teasing. Um, what time do you need me tomorrow? The show starts at nine, so you could be there about 7.30 to help set things up. Is that okay? 7.30. I need to bring the truck, right? Jenny nodded. You and LaToya, the theater major who's getting the stuff for us, can just run across campus and pick up everything. Joe smiled again. Okay. Okay. She fingerspelled the letters as she said them and then turned to go. I'll see you then, she called back over her shoulder. Joe stood there, watching her leave, until he realized Bob was behind him, staring at Jenny over his shoulder. With another embarrassed blush, he finished gathering his tools and hustled to the truck. That concludes this week's chapter of Someone to Watch Over Me. Thank you for listening. To find out what happens next, please come back for the next episode of Wait a Week Mystery or visit jcbodden.com to order the book. Either way, I hope your wait is a happy one.